listening to the Embassy Church Podcast. And here is today's message. I felt these words as we were singing that there are some that are like, this is it. This is the end. I have come to the end. I've, I think that I've met the end. And I just heard the Lord say, this is not your end. This is not your end. This is not your end. I am the God that provides. I'm the God that supplies. I am the God that is with you. I am the God of the breakthrough. I am your light in the darkness. This is not your end. Next step. Take the next step. Take the next step. Thank you, Jesus. Well, you can be seated. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, praise and worship team. God, we love you so much. You're so faithful. Lord, let me never forget. Let us never forget your faithfulness. How you've been with us and walked with us and talked with us and how you're always there. Thank you for always leading and always guiding us and for loving us. Holy Spirit, we just say we want you to have your way in this place. You move. You do what you do, because only you do it the best. (laughs) Speak to us. Illuminate our hearts. Those things that we've maybe been blind to, let our eyes be open to see what the Spirit is saying to us, to our hearts and just move through this place. I thank you for healing. I thank you for healing. You are the God that heals. You are the God that heals. Our God, my God, heals every disease, every infirmity. That is who you are. It's who you are. So I thank you for healing right now in this place. In Jesus' name. I thank you for healing of knees right now. There are those who have, I don't know, pain in your knees. I just declare healing right now in the name of Jesus. Sciatic nerve, be healed in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Well, thank you, God. I'm going to talk today about the Holy Spirit, and I'm pretty pumped about it because lately I've just been, um, I don't know, it's like God's been reminding me, you know you have the Holy Spirit, right? And you're like, you're a preacher, you should know that. Yeah, well, sometimes, you know, and um, a couple weeks ago we talked about remaining, right, where God had just been speaking to me and saying, Megan, remain, 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 and there's been this place where there's been a lot of pain sometimes in my life and I'm like, oh, and I, and I think you're like me. I think we're all kind of like this where we just want to get up and run, you know, just like, oh, I don't want to feel it. I want to avoid it. And where the Holy Spirit has been like remain. And, and so then lately he's been teaching me this place of, hey, I want you to remain, stay here, stay connected to me but don't shut this off. I want you to ask of me. I'm right here. And I've just become undone by the presence of the Holy Spirit. Like we know, we, we've been taught a lot. We know God, he's good and he's a father and he's amazing. We know Jesus is a brother and he's a friend. And then it comes to the Holy Spirit and we're like, I'm not sure it's the Holy Spirit, right? And some people are just creeped right out, right? Holy Spirit, I don't know what that is, but it's in the Bible, so I believe it, but I'm a little weirded out by it. Maybe some of us are like that, and then some of us have just forgotten 
who the Holy Spirit is. And so we're going to talk about it. So John 14, uh, verse 15 says, If you love me, obey my commandments. This is Jesus speaking. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate who will never leave you. He is the Holy Spirit who leads into all truth. The world cannot receive him because it isn't looking for him and doesn't recognize him, but you know him because he lives with you and later will be in you. No, I will not abandon you as orphans. I will come to you. The Holy Spirit is God on earth. And you received the gift of the Holy Spirit the moment that you got saved. So the moment you got saved, you received the Holy Spirit. So let me just clarify. Um, you know, there's speaking in tongues and there's the gifts of the Holy Spirit. That's not the Holy Spirit. Those are the gifts of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is a person that comes to dwell in you, comes to dwell with you, okay? So when you got saved, you received him. Ephesians 1.13 says, And now you Gentiles have also heard the truth, the good news that God saves you. And when you believed in Christ, he identified you as his own by giving you the Holy Spirit, who he promised long ago. So when you received Christ into your life, when you asked Jesus to come into your life and be the Lord of your life, the moment that that happened, you received the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit came to dwell in you. And so there's a yielding though. So he's living in you, but there's a yielding that must take place to the Holy Spirit. That there's a guiding, and we're going to look at that in a moment. There's a guiding and a leading that he does, but you must yield to the Holy Spirit. He's there, but you got to acknowledge him. There's a relationship that you get to have with the Holy Spirit. So even in that place where I'm saying there's been times where I'm like, I just want to shut off. I just want to, I don't want to, I don't want, I want to avoid this pain. I want to go away from it. That would be me not yielding to the Holy Spirit. I just want to, I just want to numb myself, you know? And then the Holy Spirit comes and says, hey, surrender to me. I've got a way. I've got a plan. I love at the end of the verse that we just read in John 14, it says, I will not abandon you as orphans. I will come to you. There is never a time in your life since you received Jesus that you have ever been alone. Never. Never alone. I, this has just been, I, I don't know, I've just been like undone by this lately. When you, when you wake up, when you go to sleep, when, when you're in the worst pain of your life, when you are extremely happy, when nobody identifies with you, when nobody gets you, when people have turned your back, you're still never alone. The Holy Spirit is right there with you walking with you in every moment. And the crazy part of this is that there's so much available to us and many of us don't even tap into it. So we're going to talk about it this morning. Okay. Jesus said in John 16, he's talking to the disciples and of course they've been walking with Jesus and just adoring Jesus and thinking he's amazing, right? And He's about to go away. And so he says in verse five, but now I'm going away to the one who sent me and not one of you is asking where I'm going. Instead, you grieve because of what I've told you. But in fact, it is best for you that I go away because if I don't, the advocate 
won't come. That's the Holy Spirit. If I go away, then I will send him to you. Jesus is literally amped by the Holy Spirit. He's like, I gotta go because there's even greater. There's so much that's coming. I gotta go away. It's better for you that I go because then the Holy Spirit can come. So my hope is, as we talk about this over the next couple of weeks, that there'll be this place that we recognize and understand just how empowered we are and, and the relationship that's available to us by the Holy Spirit. I think it was Benny Hinn. I've never read the book, but I probably should. Um, but he wrote a book called Good Morning, Holy Spirit. That he would wake up every morning and say, good morning, Holy Spirit, because like we get to do life together today. The one who knows all, who sees all, I get to do life with him. So the first thing that the Holy Spirit does is he brings conviction. And I know immediately we're like, oh, conviction. No, this is a good thing. This is what causes us to change and become more like Jesus. This is, this is as we go through life that the fruits begin to manifest. It's because of the Holy Spirit. He comes along and he says, hey, not today. Don't do that. That's probably not the best thing. In John 16, 8, it says, and talking about the Holy Spirit, and when he comes, he will convict the world of its sin and of God's righteousness and of the coming judgment. He convicts us and he reminds us of what needs to change. He's always at work. Have you ever, I have, have you ever had a conversation with somebody and, you know, you, you're talking, maybe you're talking about somebody or you say something or maybe your language is a little crude or something and it's okay in the moment, then you walk away and you're like, ugh, I shouldn't have said those things. I shouldn't have talked about that person. I shouldn't have done that. Have you ever had that happen to you? That's the Holy Spirit. Are <laughs> you saying, no, that's... That's not for you. And I've never been like, oh my gosh, I'm the worst person in the world. It's just like, oh, it's that turning in you where he's like, mm-mm. Or where you've done something for years and years and never felt bad about it. You're like, this is just, you didn't know. And then all of a sudden the Holy Spirit shows up and says, no more. I don't want that anymore. And then you try to do it and it's like, oh, it keeps reminding you. And you're like, oh, I, why was I able to get away with it before? And I'm not, it's the Holy Spirit. He just comes and he says, no, no longer. And it's always for your good. It's not just because he feels like being mean. It's always for your good. And so he convicts us and it's what leads us. It's what saves us, really. Not saves us from heaven. That's not what I meant. I meant it saves us from ourselves. <laughs> Another thing that happens when we have the Holy Spirit is you're marked. You become marked. In Ephesians 1.13, it says, And now you Gentiles have also heard the truth, the good news that God saves you. And when you believed in Christ, he identified you as his own by giving you the Holy Spirit, whom he promised long ago. The Passion says it like this. And because of him, when you who are not Jews heard the revelation of truth, you believed in the wonderful news of salvation. Now we have been stamped with the seal of the promised Holy Spirit. The word seal um, actually means like authentication. Like this person belongs to me. Like God, you are sealed in God. This is my child. This is my, my daughter, my son, and he seals you in it with the Holy Spirit, which is pretty powerful when you think about it because everywhere you go, you have, you're marked by God, the father saying, that's my kid. 
that's my kid. And the crazy thing is, is no matter how, you far, how far you try to run, how far you try to get away, you're marked. You belong to him. I think of the, I think of the prodigal son, right? That was, that was, that father, when that kid ran away and went and spent his inheritance, he was still marked. He was still that man's son. And that meant that every day the father looked, the father watched, because what belongs for me, what belongs to me? Or you think of the older brother who was out in the field getting jealous that his younger brother had come home. And he's like, well, you know, you never gave me anything. And the father says, everything that I have belongs to you. Why? Because you're my son, you're marked. There's an authentication. You belong to me. That's what the Holy Spirit does. When you receive Jesus, the Holy Spirit comes in and he says, you are marked. You are sealed by me. And then it's, he teaches us, John 14, 26. says, but when the Father sends me the advocate, excuse me, but when the Father sends the advocate as my representative, that is the Holy Spirit, he will teach you everything and will remind you of everything I have told you. He teaches us everything that we need to know. When you read the word of God, you can sit down, open up the Bible and say, Holy Spirit, teach me. He is a real person. He's not like this ooey gooey thing, right? He's not like this, I don't know. I don't know what we picture. I don't know what you picture him. He's not like this whimsical thing. He is a person. And you can say, Holy Spirit, teach me. Um, a lot of you know that I um, got contacts recently. And you're also wonderful, just checking up on me. How's the contacts going? <laughs> I'm wearing glasses today just because I wanted to look cool. I am doing well with the contacts, thank you. And I'm getting better at it, whatever. But this is the thing with the Holy Spirit is He wants to be so connected to your every day, okay? That while I'm sitting there with the mirror and the contact on my finger, I'm saying, Holy Spirit, can you show me how to do this? First, I was frustrated, and it was about an hour. And then I said, Holy Spirit, can you show me how to do this? And he did. And suddenly it got easier. There is this relationship that the Holy Spirit actually wants to be with you every minute, every day. And it blows my mind lately that I'm like, oh, yeah, Holy Spirit, can you teach me this? Holy Spirit, can you show me? He still hasn't taught me how to cook yet, but we're getting there. He interprets the word of God and he teaches us scripture. He's just, he wants to be there for every minute. You're with your kids. Like, I literally don't know what to do with this child right now. Holy Spirit, can you show me? This morning while I'm sitting there and I'm like, what's going on, Father? And, and, and I heard the Holy Spirit say, there's irritation. And I said, okay, what, Holy Spirit, what, what do we do when there's irritation? I don't know. Do I pray peace? Do I, what is it? And he says, thankfulness. Okay, thank you, Holy Spirit. That there's this place where he is literally like, I'm here. Let's go, Duff. I'm here. What do you need? I want to do life with you. And, and he's so practical. 
that he wants to guide you in every, okay, I'm going to get ahead of myself. He wants to do everything. He guides us. John 16, 13 says, when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own, but will tell you what he has heard. He will tell you about the future. He will reveal prophetically. This is another version um, that says he will reveal prophetically to you what is to come. I know we talked about this not long ago, but about getting concerned and worried about, oh no, am I going to miss it? What, it what, what's happening in the world today? Am I going to, no, 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 no. Holy Spirit, you're the one that guides us. You're the one that guides me. What do I need to know right now? And he guides you in the way that you're supposed to go. He will show you the truth. He will guide you in all truth and he will protect you. He will tell you what's up ahead. Don't go this way. Don't do this. And there's a yielding. Remember I said that we yield to the Holy Spirit. Is this the right thing to do for me right now, Holy Spirit? What would you guide me in? There is not a question you have that the Holy Spirit does not have an answer for. Think about that right now in our lives. There is not a question you have that the Holy Spirit doesn't have an answer for. But I think like we forget sometimes is to dial it back. Holy Spirit, what would you do right now? He gives wisdom and direction. So in verse 13 that we just read, it says, when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. And what he tells you may not always be easy. It may not always be what everyone else is saying either. But know that he, he knows you. He knows what's right for you. And I'm not saying it's, you know, don't get opinions and wisdom from other people. He puts us in groups together on purpose. But the Holy Spirit wants to speak to you specifically. He produces. In Galatians 5.22, it says, But the Holy Spirit in you produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against such things. I know maybe a lot of us aren't really like seeking patience or maybe gentleness. I don't know. Maybe you are. But I think it's so funny that our world today is just really driven. Like, I'm just looking for joy. I'm just trying to find my joy. I just want to find what makes me happy. I'm just looking for peace in my life. And, and this is the thing of the Holy Spirit produces that in you. That there's a yielding to him. There's an obedience that takes place when the Holy Spirit says, no, 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 don't do that no more. Why? Because he's producing a fruit in you that produces the very things that we're after. We should be after self-control and gentleness and all those things. But that's what he's constantly producing in your life when we surrender to him. And so when we wake up in the morning, just like Benny Hinn, you know, did good morning, Holy Spirit. Good morning, Holy Spirit. What would you do in my life? Use me today 
whatever it is, you, you want to use me to touch somebody, you just want to speak to me, or you've got some direction to me, I just want you to know that I will be used by you. I'm listening. I'm listening. I heard someone say this, and I've often used it. I don't know who said it. it was long ago, but they said the Holy Spirit's favorite thing to hear is, I need you. He's like, I'm here. Let's go. <laughs> he loves to be in connection because that's, that's what he came for, to work with you. So Jesus said, I didn't leave you alone. You're not alone. I sent the Holy Spirit. Think about what happened to the disciples when the Holy Spirit came. They're like these timid guys, one's super negative and one's just a real go-getter and, you know, another one is um, really doubtful. He doesn't really believe much, super cynical. And then, you know, as Jesus is going to the cross, they all leave him. So they like take off. They've just... One betrays him. Like there's all these things happening and, and Jesus comes back from the dead and he says, okay, guys, I'm not going to, or I'm going to leave, but I'm going to leave so the Holy Spirit can come. And then you see in Acts, the Holy Spirit shows up and suddenly these men are like, I got to preach the gospel. I got to go. I got, and they've got boldness and they're standing before people and they're healing the sick and they're just, the Holy Spirit changed everything. And that is what is available to us. I like when you're at work, when you're dealing with your finances, when you're dealing with your children, all of it. He's like right there like, ask me. I will help you. And sometimes I've noticed in my life, I'll be like, Holy Spirit, what? And it's not like I get an immediate, sometimes I do. Sometimes I'm like, yes, this is the answer. But sometimes I'm like, Holy Spirit, I, I need you to show up in this. I don't know what to do. And then I just keep putting one foot in front of the other and suddenly, boom, he comes through. It's the acknowledging and the surrendering that I have somebody inside of me. The spirit of God is on the inside of me and he wants to empower me. So he produces, the next one is he reminds us. John 14, 26 says, but when the father sends the advocate as my representative, that is the Holy Spirit. We're going to read this verse a lot. He will teach you everything and he will remind you of everything I have told you. When you read the scriptures, when you spend time with God, there are times where you walk away and you're like, oh, I don't have to kind of forgot or I'm not really sure. But I, there has been so many times where I will sit talking to someone, whether I'm, you know, counseling with somebody or talking with somebody that... Um, I don't really know or whatever. And I'm just talking. And then all of a sudden, I'm sure you, this has happened to you guys as well. But then all of a sudden you say something and you're like, whoa, I'm brilliant. <laughs> like, who is this person right now? But you know, it's the Holy Spirit because you didn't even think about it. What's he doing? He's reminding you. He's bringing things up in you. It's like, here, remember you read this? Here. And he brings this wisdom and he brings revelation with it. It's amazing. Then he equips us with spiritual gifts. In 1 Corinthians 12, it says, there are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same spirit is the source of them all. There are different kinds of service, but we serve the same Lord. God works in different ways, but it is the same God who does the work in all of us. 
A spiritual gift is given to each of us so we can help each other. God loves unity. To one person, the Spirit gives the ability to give wise advice. To another, the Spirit gives a message of special knowledge. The same Spirit gives us great faith to another, and to someone else, the one Spirit gives the gift of healing. He gives one person the power to perform miracles, and another the ability to prophesy. He gives someone else the ability to discern whether a message is from the Spirit of God or from another Spirit. Still another person is given the ability to speak in unknown languages, while another is given the ability to interpret what was being said. And notice how all of these work together because we need each other. It is the one and only Spirit who distributes all these gifts. He alone decides which gift each person should have. He equips us. He equips us and he puts something in me and he puts something in Joan and he puts something in Brooke and he puts something in Lori and he puts something in all of us because I need you, you need me and together, together, we're a working unit. And that's just why the enemy would try to bring offense and division between us. Through opinions, through differences, through he would try to cause division to happen, but man, we need each other. He empowers us. Acts 1 verse 8 says, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses telling people about me everywhere in Jerusalem, throughout Judea, in Samaria and to the ends of the earth. He empowers us. He releases energy. He releases strength. He releases authority for whatever it is that you are called to do and every single one of you has a calling on your life. God has placed something on the inside of you and, and whatever it looks like or whatever it is right now. I think that some think, well, I'm not, you know, I'm missing it right now. I'm at home raising children. No, that's the calling of God on your life right now. And you are empowered to do that. that and you are strengthened to do that. And he gives you energy to do that. And so any sphere that you're in right now, you wake up and say, Holy Spirit, I'm going to work today. Holy Spirit, I'm going to deal with the children today. Holy Spirit, I don't know what else. I, I'm running out. Whatever. <laughs> Holy Spirit, I'm going to do these things today. And he says, okay. I need your strength. I need your energy. I need your wisdom and your authority to deal, to deal with it. And he shows up. He gives wisdom and revelation. Ephesians 1.17 says that the God of our Lord Jesus, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. I heard a guy one time, and he said, he was called, um, he was a preacher, but he had many people from Fortune 500 companies would call him to come in when there was a problem with their company and they just really loved his wisdom and, and he would go in and it would just turn around immediately. He would give them advice. But as he was preaching, he was saying, this is what he does. He goes in to the company and he says, give me your financials. Give me your concerns and let me take this information and go into another room. And so you'd take the information and you'd go into this other room and he would lay hands on it and he would begin to pray and say, Holy Spirit, 
give me wisdom for this? What's the problem? Where is it? And he would pray until the Holy Spirit would show him exactly what it was. And so he would get the, get the issue or get what was going on or what they needed to do to change some things. And he would come back out and say, this is, this is what needs to be applied. And they would apply it and the company would begin to flourish again. This is what's available to us. Holy Spirit, what do I do? And so in this moment, even this week where I'm like sitting there and I just want to run, man. I'm like, I am so upset right now. And I just heard the Holy Spirit say, remember you preached that really amazing message on remaining? Remain. I'm like, okay, I'm remaining. And I got tears streaming down my face. I'm like, I'm remaining. (laughs) And he's like, remember the Holy Spirit. I've got wisdom for every situation that you're going through. Ask me. Ask me. And so I began to pray. I just began to pray. Holy Spirit, what am I supposed to do? And he said, pray. (laughs) And I prayed and I prayed and I prayed. And then suddenly I knew exactly what it was that I was supposed to do. Wisdom. So like, you're in university and you're looking at those books and you're like, I don't, I don't know what to do right now. You've got a test. Holy Spirit, remind me. Remind me. You've got a situation that you're facing in your life right now. Maybe someone's coming against you. Whatever it is, Holy Spirit, give me wisdom. What am I supposed to do in this? And isn't that the coolest thing? That it's available to you all the time. Like, think about it. The the wisdom of God available to you. The one who knows everything, who searches everything. Let's read this verse. 1 Corinthians 2.10 But God has revealed them to us through His Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things. Yes, the deep things of God. For what man knows the things of man, except the spirit of the man, which is in him. Even so, no one knows the things of God except for the spirit of God. God knows all things. Another thing that I do with the Holy Spirit that's amazing is when I'm going through rough times myself and I'm like, I know something's going on in my heart, right? You know that I preach that message many times, like guard your heart with all diligence because out of it flows the issues of life, right? So like sometimes we go through life and we let things into our heart and it begins to affect us. We start going off in a wrong thing. And that's the thing about the Holy Spirit is he knows all things. And so there'll be many times where I'm like, Holy Spirit, what is going on in my heart? Because I'm trying to find it and I cannot find it, but I know I am not in a good place. What's going on? And he'll begin to reveal those things to you. You're disappointed. You're upset. You're in unforgiveness. You've got bitterness. Like He's wanting to produce things in your life. He's the comforter. When you're going through hard things and you feel absolutely alone, Holy Spirit... I need you to comfort me right now because there's nobody else. There's nobody that could possibly know what I'm going through. I can't possibly even put into words how I feel right now. I need you to comfort me. 
The Bible says he's the helper. God, I need help. (laughs) In so much areas of my life, I need help. Help me, Holy Spirit. I can't get my contacts in. (laughs) All of this, this is just, and I know this is like the simplest message, but like lately it's just been blowing my mind of like, why am I not calling on you all the time? Why do I try to do this on my own? But I literally have the Spirit of God on the inside of me being like, this is why I'm here. He fills us. This is the last one. Ephesians 5.18. Don't be drunk with wine because that will ruin your life. Instead, be filled with the Holy Spirit. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. He fills you. Ever feel empty? Like I, I don't know. I just feel dry. He fills you. He fills you. And I like how it compares. Like, don't be drunk with wine, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. That's a, I heard this, I heard this analogy. You can, you can go to the bar and not get drunk, right? You can go to the bar and not get drunk. You're just at the bar. You can ask for a glass of wine to be poured and not drink it. There is an action that actually has to take place for you to be drunk. And there's a continuing that you keep going back. You just keep going back. You keep going back. And that's what fills you. But there's an action that takes place. There's a drinking that takes place. And the verse is like, don't do that, do this. In other words, being filled with the Holy Spirit is going to the presence of God, is going to the place, is opening up His Word, is worshiping, is being thankful in the middle of irritation, is this place that says, okay, Holy Spirit, I feel empty, I feel lost, I am drinking of you. I need to be filled. I need to be filled. I'm not getting what's going on around me. Like, you can show up at church and everyone around you is like, most amazing service ever, man. God just shook me. And you're like, hmm. I didn't feel anything at all. But there's this place of being like, oh, you know, sometimes we're focused more on what's going on in our life than focusing on him. Then this is the place when you focus on him, that's the place of drinking. That you are the way maker. That's right. That's right. I came in and I was carrying my own stuff. You're the way maker. You're it. And then you begin to be filled as you begin to look at him. He fills us. And he faithfully does it. John 14, this is, we read this. I'm going to read it again. Verse 16, and I will ask the Father and he will give you another advocate who will never leave you. It does not matter what you have done. It doesn't matter what you have done. If you think, oh my gosh, like I don't even know why the Holy Spirit would want to live in me. He will never leave you. And I don't care how dark it is and how far you've gone and whatever it is, it doesn't matter. If you call the Holy Spirit, he's like, I'm here. 
Holy Spirit, I am, I am in a dark, dark place right now. I do not know what to do. I cannot see my way out. You need to help me see my way out. He will show up. But so many times we get lost in our own shame. We're like, why would he even want to show up? I'm disgusting. Like whatever the enemy tries to do to try to stop that. But you're like, I, I'm not even any good. No, the Holy Spirit's like, hey, I'm the only one that knows the way out of here. Call me. Call on me. You can be in the deepest, darkest sin. Call him. He shows up. He shows up. Get me out of here, Holy Spirit. I don't know what you need to do. But I need you to help me because he will never leave you alone. He is the Holy Spirit who leads into all truth. The world cannot receive him because it isn't isn't looking for him and doesn't recognize him. But you know him because he lives with you and now later will be in you. No, I will not abandon you as orphans. I will come to you. So my prayer as we go through this and, and even in this week that you just begin to call on him every moment, whatever you're going through, you know, whenever, whenever you're dealing, there are times where I'm dealing with situations and I'm like inside my head, like, look brave. I literally do not know what to do. <laughs> I am so stuck. Look brave. <laughs> But inside, I'm like, Holy Spirit, you need to help me right now because I am stuck. And there has never been a time, it may not look like what I want it to look like, but there has never been a time where he has, hasn't showed up. So my prayer is that this week, that you would remember these things as you go about whatever it is that you're going through, whatever it is that you go out to do, that you would be like, oh yes, the Holy Spirit is in me, empowering me, guiding me, leading me, helping me, comforting me, empowering me, and doing all the things that the Holy Spirit does. So Father, I just pray over every person here today. I thank you for your Holy Spirit that is in us. I thank you that you have loved us and not called us orphans. You haven't left us alone, but that you have been with us. You are with us and you walk with us. And so we just surrender to the Holy Spirit this morning. God, that every morning you would wake up. Holy Spirit, would you remind us of this word? Remind us of this word that we would go out every single day and say, okay, Holy Spirit, I'm surrendered to you. I don't know what it looks like, but I think it's going to be a really fun ride. And remind us that you want to communicate with us that you just love talking to us. Thank you, Jesus. You know, that's the thing about the Holy Spirit is he just loves to talk. And that there's this conversation that can go back and forth about anything, guys. It doesn't need to be about the Bible. It can be about anything. How's your day? <laughs> He's a friend. He's a helper. There's this relationship. And so I just pray, Father, that as this revelation is released, that we go deeper in revelation or in relationship with the Holy Spirit. 
that this just comes alive on the inside of us, that there's an excitement that happens on the inside of us to know that the Holy Spirit is with me every single moment of every day and is interested in me. I thank you, Father, for that. In Jesus' name, amen. For more information about Embassy Church, visit our website at embassychurch.ca. Thank you.